Welcome to God's Table Talk, where real-life stories and testimonies of faith are brought to the table. And now, here's your host, Paul Eck. Right now on God's Table Talk, we're talking with Jicey Smith. She's a teenager from Kentucky. Jicey, thanks for joining us on God's Table Talk. Thank you for having me. Um, we don't get a lot of teenagers on here. Um, give us a little, I know you're live in Kentucky, um, but you live with your grandma. Give us a little background on how that all came about. Uh, well, I started living with my grandma when I was seven months old. Um, my mom and dad had a pretty bad fight. And so I just kind of came here to live with her. Um, and I've been here ever since she's kind of stuck with me. Uh, is grandma influential, <clears throat> influential in your life? Oh yeah. She's the reason that I found God. Okay, so she's yeah. a, she's the one that took you to church and that sort of thing. Uh, well, we never really went to church. My dad was always taking me to church when he did go, but um, she taught me a lot of stuff. Like, um, like she just taught me the you know the gospel, the basic stuff that I needed to know to grow, and then I kind of just took it from there. Okay, all right. So, um, how long have you been? A, when did you go to the cross? I guess would be the better way of saying it. Um, it was in 2015 when I actually became a Christian. So six years ago. Okay. So what, uh, was there something going on that got you to go there? Um, well, there was an incident where I thought like I was going in and out of sleep and I heard a voice, you know, say, come home, uh, which I don't know if I was just dreaming or what that was, but I was like, you know, it's time. So about a year or two later, I got baptized. So were you, was there stuff going on in your teenage life, uh, that, that you were dealing with that got you, that you think God was talking to you to come on home? Oh yeah. Um, in sixth grade or in middle school, I kind of like, I became a pretty bad person. Um, I didn't really care if I went to hell or not, as long as my friends were there, which was a really dumb look on things. Uh, but I did some pretty bad stuff and I was actually watching the Bible on Netflix one night. And I kind of just broke down because I knew. So, wow! Not often that Netflix gets credit for getting somebody to turn towards the cross. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> well, what if you have a grandma who's influential? Can I ask what you were doing that was bad in sixth grade? I mean, I did some bad things in sixth grade, but nothing I can think of that would be that bad. Uh, well, bad in my eyes. Uh, I got in a fight. Two times in one day. Um, I was cussing a lot. I didn't really know if I was like, you know, straight or not. Um, and so that was something really big. But then I found myself and, you know, I repented and all that good stuff. Um, were you bullied? Um, not really bullied, bullied, but I was picked on. Yeah, that's a yeah. tough thing. I know that it's I having daughters myself. Uh, one's 21 who's gone through high school already, obviously, and one's 15 about is just starting high school. It can be a tough time for, especially, well, it's a tough time for boys or girls, but I think girls have it even tougher because they can be a little bit more mean to each other, I think. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, so what things has changed about you since you got uh, baptized in 2015? Um, well, at first, nothing really changed. Like, I stopped doing some stuff, like cussing and stuff, but um, I would always slip up. But a few years back was when it kind of took a turn. Um, I was actually diagnosed with OCD, 
And the OCD that I have is spiritual OCD or, uh, yeah, religious OCD. Um, so it, it kind of kicked in full force and I went through a really dark time. And ever since then, I've kind of just changed a lot. So I've been following God way better than what I was. I've been studying the Bible. I've actually read the New Testament a few times. Um, I'm actually working on the Old Testament at the moment. But yeah, it was it was really intense. All right. Now, wait a minute. I have never heard of spiritual OCD. What does that mean? Um, basically, I think they first seen it in like monks in like, I don't know, the 1800s, maybe. Um, it's where you obsess over your religion. So OCD tends to attack what you like, what's the most important thing to you. For mine's religion, it attacked that. Um, so it kind of just makes me pray a lot obsessively. Uh, it gives bad thoughts that you don't want to have, and that's obsessive. Um, so when I didn't know what this was, it was just, it was like, I'm doomed. Uh, so it was a really, really tough time. So is it something you can get over or is it something you always have? Um, I don't really know if you can really get over it. I know you can go to therapy for it and, you know, get better, but I mean, it's an everyday thing. Okay. So give me an example. Like what, I'm not sure. I, what kind of things cause the, I mean, what, what kind of things do you I know you said you pray a lot. What yeah. are the things, what other things are you talking about? Um, well, I mean, there's intrusive thoughts, which usually come with OCD and those are bad thoughts that you don't want. Um, and then there was a point in time where I thought like everything was sin and it was just like no escape from that. Um, but I'm out of that stage. Okay. So, uh, what did you do to get out of that stage? I pushed through it. Like, even if I thought it was a sin, I knew it was my OCD and I went with it. I just, I did it anyways, because logically it was not sinful. Like this is really, really dumb, but I thought eating at little Caesars was a sin. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're actually, you're okay. So you're actually over kind of overthinking and, any okay why would <laughs> i've had little caesars i had little caesars yesterday why is little caesars a sin <laughs> because it <laughs> the way my brain took it, it was oh. the logo the caesars yeah like okay the, the because caesar obviously guy. when jesus was crucified caesar was in power okay i understand yep. Wow. I don't, I, like I said, I've never heard of that before. That's interesting. I did not realize, I know people have OCD, but I didn't realize you could have spiritual OCD. Yeah. There are a lot of OCD branches. Like there are tons. It, it's really, most people think it's like a cleaning thing. And I was really stereotypical before I got diagnosed with it, but it's way more than that. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how did you get or what caused you to go and get and get diagnosed by it? Was there, was it the stuff where you were like, wait a minute, I'm stressing over things or I'm obsessive compulsive over things that, that don't make any sense to me. Is that what it was? Um, it was, it was kind of like that. Um, I actually, I was in ninth grade when it started happening. Um, and I had my first panic attack and the, like the school's restroom. So we decided to go to the doctor and they sent me to a therapist and I told her my symptoms and stuff. And then that's how I got diagnosed with OCD. Do you think it was, is it possibly a, an attack from Satan because you are a believer? Um, I wouldn't say it's like a full on attack. I do think he takes advantage of it 
because he knows that I'm, you know, sick with it. So he does try to work his way in there a lot. Um, but I don't think OCD itself that I have is an attack from Satan. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I never, like I said, never heard that before. Um, so um, what things, I know you're getting ready, you, when you graduate, you're going to go on to college. What are you, what are you planning on doing in college? Is it going to be a God type thing or what are you going to do? I'm actually going into pre-veterinarian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Taking care of God's animals. Ain't wrong with, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, what's the, uh, what's the attraction to uh, taking care of animals? Um, animals have always been like a comfort type thing. And I, I like taking care of them. I actually have reptiles and, and amphibian and fish and stuff in my room right now. Um, so like, I just, I really have like a lot of pleasure in taking care of them and, you know, you know, giving them love that, you know, in certain circumstances they would never have. Mm, okay. What kind of reptiles? Yeah. I got to ask. Uh, I have a bearded dragon. I have two chameleons. One I think is actually pregnant. Um, yeah. And I have two leopard geckos. Okay. So you like the little, you like the little, the little, uh, um, four-legged, uh, non-snake type, uh, animals, huh? I actually love snakes, but I can't have one right now. Oh <laughs> yeah. My grandma is terrified of them. Ah, okay. Yeah. And you're a grandma's house. You got to do what grandma says, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's talk a little bit about uh, what things do you do to strengthen your walk here? Because it's got to be tough being a teenager. That's where a lot of people fall away. Yeah. Um, well, I go to church. Uh, I read my Bible and I pray. I think praying is what's kept me going pretty much. Um, you know, I don't. God has helped me with so much. And, you know, people tend to forget that, you know, he's there and he helps. But. I've seen his hand throughout my life and I should have been dead a few times. And he actually, so that's something I look at. Okay. Wait a minute. I can't let you go past that. You should have been dead a few times. You want yeah. to give me an example? <laughs> I mean, if you uh, want to, that says, I don't want to put you in the spot of, of having to tell me something that's traumatic, but do you want to give me an example? Yeah, that's fine. Um, well, when my mom was doing drugs and stuff, uh, she was actually driving. And I was asleep in the back seat and she was falling asleep while she was driving. So that could have ended really dangerously. She, my grandma told her to fall off the road. She would find us. And, you know, there was also circumstances where I was left alone with my mom's guy friends um, because she had fallen asleep or passed out from whatever she was doing. So something could have, you know, really bad happened. That's definitely God protecting. That's for certain. Uh, do you have a fear of following in your mom's footsteps? There's a thing called a generational curse. Does that, does that concern you? No, not really. Okay. Cause I know that's, it's obviously is one of the, it's a, it's a danger for a lot of people. Um, I know your, your dad does a lot of stuff with bands and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, do you and your dad talk about your belief, about your beliefs? Um, well, we have a different belief. Uh, we believe in God, you know, with both Christians, but I am a church of Christ. Um, so like non-denominational, uh, so I don't really believe in, you know, Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal. Um, he believes in all of that stuff. So we kind of like butt heads on a lot of things. <laughs> so, yeah. So what are your big fears as you go on to college with your, with your uh, Christian beliefs? Um, there's an awful lot of stuff out there where it's, you know, 
it's frowned upon to talk about that stuff at college. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't really thought about that yet. Um, I mean, of course, you know, talking to new people and then, you know, talking to them about God, that's always kind of a fear. But I mean, it's something that I do and you have to push through it. Okay. So then um, what are your, what are your visions as eight? I usually ask people in their interview, I say you, when you were 18, you envisioned this and now you're, you know, in your forties or fifties and now you are what you are. So you're 18 years old. What's your vision of where you will be 30, 40 years from now? Oh dear. Um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that I will be a vet. Um, things might change. I don't know. Uh but I mean, I do want to be married and have like a kid or two, but I don't know if I want to stay in Kentucky. Uh, I'm, I'm more of like, I kind of want to go to Florida or like uh, the Caribbean, but okay, yeah, what's the, what's the draw there? Uh, I actually met a veterinarian at Tractor's Fly that did her vet school in the Caribbean. And I'm guessing there's like a lot of exotic animals down there. So that's something that pulls me closer to that. Are you open to where God's going to t- God's going to take you? Yeah, I've also thought about doing like missions and stuff. So, face that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're at the beginning of your adult life, so you've got a lot. You've got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, do you have a specific verse that you go to since you have spiritual OCD? Is there a specific verse or chapter or book that you go to in the Bible when that's, when that starts to kick in? Um, there's not something specific that I go to, but there was a specific verse that helped me on like a really, really dark night. Um, it was actually first John one nine where it talks about, you know, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I was dealing with, you know, God's not going to forgive me. I'm doomed. And then I just, I found that. So with what you've gone through, do you believe you'll be able to help other teenagers get through those? There's a lot of dark teens. There's a lot of teens out there that are living in that darkness. Yeah, I hope I can. I really want to. What would you say to them? I mean, have you have you have you run across kids like that? Had have a chance to meet kids like that who were in those dark areas? Like with you know, their parents being drug addicts or like OCD in general. Well, not only that, but just, you know, they're in that depressed, you know, some of them are, and we, we see so often now we've seen the suicide rate, especially amongst teens skyrocket. Um, yeah. Obviously there's a lot of kids without a lot of hope out there. Do you, you know, what do you say to them or what can you say to them? That's, that's a really hard situation, but I have come across some of those people. Um, my friend actually told me that I was the one, that has saved them multiple times from committing suicide. Um, you know, the only thing I really can say is there's hope and, you know, God still loves you. And even though my friend is an, he's not like an atheist, but he's like agnostic. Um, I don't know. He just said that I've saved them multiple times. Mm. So yeah, there's a lot of people that I deal with that are, you know, dealing with that stuff and I try to be there for them. Yeah. It's gotta be difficult though. I'm sure with, you know, because like you said, everybody's different. So they're all dealing with different issues. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, what, <laughs> it'd be interesting to ask you, maybe interview you 10 years from now and do this all again and see where you are. That'd be nice. An anniversary top thing. 
<laughs> exactly. Now, for those people who are listening on the podcast and not uh, watching this on YouTube, uh, behind you, I see, I'm assuming you're in your bedroom, but I see a bunch of, looks like uh, things on the wall. What are those on the wall? Those are actually pictures from calendars with Bible verses on them. I wanted to have like a little Bible wall. So, oh, okay. Will yeah. you take that to college with you? Probably. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so what is do you, so what I ask you what your what verse you went to when you were in a dark time? Do you have a now a favorite verse in the Bible? Um, I think that is my my top one. Okay. Um, would you suggest to your teenage to the teenagers out there listening to turn towards Jesus? Oh yeah. Jesus is the one that's saved me not only from other people, but he saved me from myself multiple times. Um, you know, he pulled me out of dark places where something dangerous could have happened. And I mean, it almost happened. So there's a lot of hope in him. Thank you for tuning in to God's Table Talk. You can listen to the podcast on these seven platforms, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Breaker. Don't listen to podcasts? You can find us on YouTube as well with full interview footage. All you have to do is search God's Table Talk. Want to share your testimony? Send us an email at info.godstabletalk at gmail.com to schedule your interview. That's info.godstabletalk at gmail.com. At God's Table Talk, we hope you will be blessed but most importantly, that you will be a blessing.